Hello and welcome to the Pop and Things podcast, a pop culture podcast hosted and produced by Colorado State University students. We are your hosts, Chapman Croskill, Nicole Conklin, and Alec Erickson. Uh, yeah, so if our if our audio sounds weird today, we're just having some issues, and we also have a corgi in the room, and it's just it's a good day. It's a little <laughs> rainy outside, but we're enjoying it. Uh, the first thing that I want to talk about is that you went to go see Beauty and the Beast finally. Yes, I did. I went last night, and let me. I'm trying to remember my emotions it was really good actually i remember starting it um but the thing that bothered me the most was emma watson i'm not gonna lie it Interesting. distracted yeah. me i mean I, I love emma watson yeah oh and that's nothing against her talent um i'm sorry though the auto tuning is so obvious really? that it it hurts people who are familiar with singing and who you know have the ear for it i think i don't think um you know your average joe would pick that up but um i went with my boyfriend who's very involved in theater as well and instantly we just looked at each other because we were like oh no um and it was like that the whole time and Interesting. everyone else the you know they have a lot of um like josh gads from broadway and um the guy who played guest on luke evans i believe mm -hmm. phenomenal singer dan stevens phenomenal and so she stood out in not the best way in that sense um and then to me, it wasn't Belle. It was Emma Watson playing Belle. Yeah, and that's that's something I struggle with with actors like Emma Watson. And uh, I've had I had that issue a lot with um, um, Harrison Ford because it's I I find I've issues seeing him as you know as a character he's playing and not just old Harrison Ford now. Mm -hmm. And so I have that issue personally. So I want to know if um, it's more as. Emma Watson as Belle like that's kind of the mentality of it like does she struggle to carry the movie that way like under trying to be the character Belle or is it like mm. so Tim in my opinion the movie was not as centered around Belle um, it started that way, but it was much more focused on Beast, which I loved. And they wrote a couple original pieces for the movie which and then cool. left out some of the ones in the Broadway musical, which tends to be uh, pretty normal because they yeah. have to make it different. Um, and the music was very apropos and it was beautiful. And instead of the Human Again song, if you're familiar with mm -hmm. that, it was a much more sad, emotional, like, we're never going to be human again. And it was like, really, the movie was much more emotional than the staged version, which I really really liked it was written beautifully and i guess the guy who wrote the script for the perks of being a wallflower actually wrote this oh, script. Nice. i love that film yeah and um and i think he partially knows emma watson's style yeah however um it was definitely like emma watson was just emma watson to me and not the character and so that just like really really bothered me and every time she was on it was just like oh there's emma Oh, you interesting. Know. That's uh, that's a complaint I haven't heard. So that's that's interesting. To I hear. mean, it was still like a beautiful, beautiful yeah. film. And uh, Stanley Tucci, I didn't even recognize him Stanley until T the credit. Tucci's in it. Yeah. Um, oh, I won't tell you who, just okay. so you can go I, enjoy it. I love it. Stan Tucci. He's going to be at uh, Denver Comic Con this summer, and oh I'm I'm very excited. To hopefully, hopefully see him. But I, I still highly that. recommend the movie. Like, go see it. Interesting. Okay, I'm definitely very interested in it because I hear, especially near the ending, like. I haven't been told any spoilers, but like definitely near the ending is when it gets the most emotional. And mm -hmm. I hear like all my friends have said that they've personally like teared up watching Aww. it near the end. And so, so I'm like, nice. that's kind of nice in a way. Cause like you, I want to be emotionally invested in a movie if mm -hmm. I'm going to spend like the two hours sitting there. And so yeah. it's kind of a good knowing that there's like at least an emotional payoff in that sense. And I've never gotten emotional watching beauty and the beast, not the animation, not the staged version. And this one, I was like, actually my eyes were welling up with tears and in a good way, like it was just gorgeous. The music was perfect and the acting was still really good. And they did change the end a little. So it's a little nice to have, 
not a curveball, but just like some new additions. Interesting. So. Okay. Maybe I'll, I, I really do want to see it. I just, I've been really, really busy. I still haven't seen Logan. I still haven't seen anything that's come out yet. And I, I hate myself for it, but <laughs> I need to go. Um, we got a lot of trailers this week. Um, the mm-hmm. biggest one probably being Justice League. I would mm-hmm. definitely think Justice League um, is probably the biggest one this looks, week. It looks, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. It looks pretty and it looks like it might have some, some fun moments, but it doesn't look I don't know. It reminds me too much of Avengers and like the let's appeal to all these audiences, which is it's kind of the the stigma that a lot of them are doing these days. And the that's what they want. And I was kind of bummed about that. And there were so many characters in it that I was already overwhelmed by the trailer. It's it's meant to be, you know, a team up movie, Mm -hmm. just like the Avengers, which I I get that. And it's I really, really enjoy a lot of the choices. Like I love uh, Ezra, um, Ezra Miller as as, uh, the Flash. Like I love him as an actor. I loved him in Perks to Being Wallflower. I just he's one of my all time favorite actors, actually. Um, And I I like some of the choices, but I I don't know. I'm not. I'm just. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too like harsh on the DCEU. Yeah. But I just I don't care to see it, and I'm not excited. And at least they didn't reveal a bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. which is good. Which is what they struggled with Batman versus Superman. Mm -hmm. But that being said, like at least with like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, everyone had their own standalone movie before they did. Well, Mm -hmm. besides like Black Widow, before they did the Avengers. Right. Whereas like this Justice League trailer is hinting that this is going to be a very heavy origin story for Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman. Which is ridiculous. Which is like... And so far, all the initial estimates are out that like the runtime is going to be 170 minutes. Which is so, so we'll probably long. Spe- oh my gosh. So we'll probably spend that? like an hour just building on who the Flash is, who Cyborg is, who Aquaman is. And I'm like, that's not what I want from a Justice League And that was my biggest complaint with uh, Avengers of Age of Ultron is that it had too many storylines going in random ways. Mm -hmm. That's why Civil War Mm -hmm. is definitely a better team-up movie than Age of Ultron is because it it handles a team-up and just focuses on that story rather than doing trying to do all these little stories about these characters that just don't work. The one thing that I am excited for, I love Aquaman. I love who's playing Aquaman. uh, He went to CSU at one point. Um, Did he? He played Cauldron go right mm-hmm. uh, i can't and remember his crumbs. name yeah yeah um, he's, but he's, he's phenomenal he's, also, he's very attractive yeah mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and i just love that they're making him like a total total badass in this yeah he's and he's also he's i don't know the humor seems really on point i mm-hmm. think just from what we've seen but i'm worried that those are the only humorous moments i think you know the best one was was barry asking you know bruce uh, what's your superpower <laughs> i'm rich, rich. Yeah. i'm glad they acknowledge that yeah like oh, that's yes. been like a joke about the batman universe for oh, yeah. such a long well, he doesn't time have like, superpowers he's just rich and devoted yeah. but he's still like a badass too because oh, yeah yeah but I mean, it's at least exciting, and also uh, Jason Momoa is the guy yes, who Jason plays Aquaman. Momoa. He and went so, to CSU uh, mm-hmm. at some point, didn't graduate from here, but he still was. He was here at one point. Yeah, I might have sat in the same chair. At, I didn't Clark know. A. I feel ridiculous because yesterday in my theater class, we we're talking about like famous alum from CSU and the, mm-hmm. like the theater world, and I was like, "Who's Jason Momoa?" And I feel yeah. like a total <laughs> noob because he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but. And I'm I'm glad to see him doing things because he really he was a very good call Drogo, which mm-hmm. I mean it's not yeah. a super deep character, but he did very very but good. But that's with his it. typecast, and he he kills it. He owns it. I know? do I do actually want to come back and talk about Game of Thrones, but while we're talking trailers, we also got a trailer for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, we're yeah. talking superheroes, and unlike the Justice League trailer, it spoiled a lot. I feel yeah, like it featured. Uh, I don't know if you a saw it, Nicole. Of- it basically gives away like there's this one scene that they've been teasing in a lot of the trailers as being like a big really intense scene and it it, it spoiled how that that scene concludes and so now any tension is gone going in and watching the movie 
it featured a lot of more of Robert Downing Jr. in mm. it, so it's like very makes me question how much of Spider-Man we're going to focus a lot if we're going to have Iron Man be in the film for a majority of it because we have a lot of scenes now with Robert Downey Jr. And also, um, I kind of didn't like how much they showed off of the Vulture mm -hmm. just because I'm just, mm -hmm. I want to go in with the Vulture kind of still being like a I'm, surprise. I thought they showed off a bit of Michael Keaton because I, yeah. I was curious about him as a character, uh, just like him not necessarily as the Vulture, you know, as fighting. But yeah, they did show up a lot and they showed a lot of the fights. And yeah. But also we thought that we had seen, we thought that we almost knew everything about Civil War going into it and they ended up really, really throwing a curveball at us mm -hmm. with that one. Um, but on the other hand, Sony, like for uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, 40 minutes of the film had been released, like had been leaked before the movie even came out, like just through trailers and teasers. Yeah. Mm. So it's 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 stressful because a lot of the film I don't I don't want I want to be excited and like have these scenes be tense and not have that given away. Um, and they ruined that, you know, with Batman versus Superman by revealing that Doomsday was going to be in it and that uh, they were going to be fighting him at each other. And it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's just a lot of pressure right now on Homecoming because even like all the fans out there of Spider-Man are a little frustrated mm -hmm. with how many reboots of the series there have which been. Just funny because everyone says all these reboots. It's it's really only been there was one good film franchise which honestly started the like the cinematic Super like, yeah. superhero films it, that and the original X-Men and it was great and it was really really good and everyone goes says terrible things about Spider-Man 3 which it had its flaws but it was it wasn't terrible. It wasn't a horrible. And then it had movie, one yeah. reboot and those were two were they were okay movies. They had their flaws, but I enjoyed watching them. And now we're getting a third reboot, which it's really not that bad. I mean, look at Superman. Superman's had what like twelve reboots in the last twenty five years. Yeah. Yeah, and no one really like that's just kind of more on DC. Like no one pays attention to a lot right. of the original Superman movies, whether it's like Christopher Reeve or whoever was mm. Superman. And so it's like we pay a lot more attention to Spider-Man because I think a lot more people relate to well, Spider-Man in a certain way. Well, I think that Superman is the most like reference superhero. You know, he, when you think superpowers, you think super strength, flying, all mm -hmm. those, and like he's the one that people like allude to a lot. I think Superman, or I think Spider-Man, is actually probably one of the most popular superheroes of all time. Mm -hmm. Well, and especially because I think a lot of kids. Well, he's a kid. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a teenager who's incredibly nerdy and just gets stumbled into this thing and has to like deal with being just mm -hmm. like a kid. Like he's definitely the most relatable to comic book nerds, uh, and he was also one of the oldest and one of the originals and mm -hmm. Spider-Man's great he's a he's a very beloved character and I'm I'm really hoping I trust Marvel to do well but I don't want Sony's hand to be what ruins it yeah so I don't remember was this Civil War that star uh excuse me Spider-Man made an appearance yes. was mm -hmm. it the same actor as Homecoming yes Tom yeah. Holland because I haven't seen Civil War yet okay um but I, I was just wanted to double check that yeah Tom, it's Tom Holland mm -hmm. uh, and he's he's very good he takes the awkward nerdiness kid combined with like the sarcastic Spidey very well mm -hmm. which is what we've been lacking the last two like and it's actually like a 16 year old kid playing. Right. And he's 22. Tom Holland? He comes I mean, off. He, he, he looks yeah. 16. Yeah, he, like, yeah. he has a very baby face, but he he is in his 20s. Um, Where so. it's like they only had one movie in the original trilogy of Peter Parker being in high school. Right. And then they're like, okay, obviously Tobey Maguire does not come off as a young high school kid. So then right. they have the fast forward to They're trying to, to focus on that a lot, I think, in this movie. Is Andrew Garfield was just obviously like. Okay, we know you're like in your mid twenties, man. Yeah, he was like too cool though. Still, he was. That's yeah. the big problem. He was a very good Spider-Man, and he he was like very quick, like witty, but he was not a good Peter Parker. He was too cool, honestly. Yeah. But I want to move on from that. Um, next trailer we got was it. 
uh, the yeah. new Stephen King adaptation. Uh, they didn't show a lot of Pennywise in mm. it, but it looks terrifying. It looks it looks freaky. As creepy as I remember the original. Being. Yes, because the original is quoted as like one of the films that made kids terrified. Mm. Uh, and you know, I love uh, um, Tim Curry, um, and I thought I really enjoyed him as Pennywise. Um, but it, the makeup doesn't hold up, and man, they're doing like a weird childlike look to it in this one, and it's freaky. And the digital animation over his eyes yes. are really creepy. Um, um, I actually saw the trailer yesterday and I kind of giggled. Um, I don't know why. I think it's because it was just like so cheesy. I to love me. the scene where the kid like runs into the uh, the like the pole the, thing. Yeah, yeah, the girder and just like smacks yeah. his head. It was and I think it, like it looks brilliant. Oh, like Georgie. and I lo- I saw it compared to the the old one mm-hmm. um, and how they follow that really closely, which I thought was just really cool. And I think I giggled at the cheesiness just because of the old one mm-hmm. side by side. Um, but it definitely looks terrifying, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, and that's like the thing with like a lot of these Stephen King adaptations is that like Stephen King puts a lot of humor to these dark mm-hmm. elements. Like he makes it his own sense of humor is like all these terrifying things. Mm. And so like, that's kind of them trying to come off of it yeah. is like how like this clown is supposed to be funny to at least Stephen King, but like terrifying to all oh, these kids. Man. Like yeah. this, the, the original film did usher in like such a fear of clowns. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd say it's the reason that like that fear of clowns is such a big thing in pop culture. And I'm, I'm excited to see a reboot. Um, but reboots have a general idea to not be as good as the original. So, I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, um, but I don't know if it's going to be amazing. Do you know when it comes out? Mm, um, I can pull it, pull it up real quick. But yeah, I mean, we got Bill Skarsgård, who's playing Pennywise, which mm. I think yeah, he will do a, a phenomenal job. Cool. Uh, release date is September 8th of this year. Which is, okay. I'm surprised it's a, it's a mu- it's two months before Halloween, yeah. basically. That's surprisingly early. I think it's because there's so much going on at Halloween, though. Like, yeah. you know, we have Stranger Things. Yeah. And, oh, man. Um, there's so two fun. other horror movies coming out on Halloween. So. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's you, a standard time, you know, to release horror. It makes sense, but... It's it's an it's an, maybe it'll like hold up and then if they release it early then there'll be a lot more like Pennywise costumes mm-hmm. maybe like I yeah. can understand why they do it but it's definitely interesting for marketing reasons I'm definitely sure they just don't want to compete with a lot of other things and yeah they want their own kind of month to celebrate but I'm, I'm it. definitely I'm definitely excited to see how it goes it's and the books really I've never actually read the book in its entirety I re- tried reading when I was a kid like really young and I just I couldn't handle it um, but apparently like there's a lot of like actually lore involving Pennywise like mm-hmm. I, don't know, I think you've read the Dark Tower series at least partially I've read all the Dark Tower books and I've read The Shining and it and like Stephen yeah, King and has I, and I love The Shining and I love yeah. uh, I love Pet Cemetery is one of my is actually my favorite Stephen King mm-hmm. novel and I do love The Shining uh, I love the film adaptation um, it's one of my favorite horror movies um, but there's like a tie in apparently between the, the Dark Tower having to do with like the Eldritch Gods involved in that or yeah. actually that's like what Pennywise is and so mm-hmm. it's interesting but I'm definitely excited to see it um, we also finally got a, a long trailer for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets which is based off an old comic that I've never read yeah it looks very, very pretty. It's the same guy who did um, uh, the Fifth Element, which is a very one of my mm-hmm. favorite like cult classic sci-fi movies, and it it looks very pretty. Um, I'm really, really worried about the cast. So I haven't seen this, nor am I familiar with it. Um, um, what do I need to know about this? Oh goodness, think? it's it's very it's sci-fi. Um, basically, it takes place in like a. a a planet area like a almost like a, a solar system mm-hmm. where they've got this city that's metropolitan but it's made up of thousands of like communities that are 
it, like planets basically wow. like okay. entire planets mm-hmm. like in this massive city um, that's why it's the city of a thousand planets right. uh, and they kind of change it from the comics the original comics it's like it's more like there's planets you can get to easily from each city um, and so they're not all connected the way that it's looking in the the new movie yeah um, but it's it's very sci-fi and it's very very out there and it's about um, a girl and a guy who are both like I guess secret agents or agents uh, and they go on adventures and fight things and it's, it's very cool yeah. uh, and it's guy um, the guy who played uh, Osborne in the newest Dane DeHaan. Yeah, him. Who I've heard that he's good. I've only ever seen him in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Uh, he kind of looks like he's always like exhausted, like yeah. he hasn't slept in years. Like um, he has like that like constant like bag under his eyes yeah. look. But I think it, it works for this. I'm I'm curious to see him. And it also has Kara. It's Delavine. Delavine. Uh, who. She's very, very pretty. She was in I, Paper Towns. Paper Towns, Suicide Squad. Like, oh yeah, she was in Suicide yeah. Squad, yeah. Um, which I never right? saw. Yeah, which is re- the one casting thing that's really interesting to me. Anyway, is that Rihanna is in it, mm-hmm. right? As a character, and the last thing I remember seeing with Rihanna was Battleship, and she so was in that. she was in that. She played a soldier, oh. and it was not great. And so, like, it just makes me, like, question, like, why do you want Rihanna in, attached to this project? I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm curious about it. Um, but Cara Delevingne, she just, I haven't ever been impressed by her acting. Like, I think yeah. she's very pretty, and she has a very interesting look to her, and she's got them eyebrows, and all about them eyebrows. But um, I don't I don't know. I would like to see her show a lot more emotion, but just when we saw it in the trailer, like, I'm not seeing a lot of emotion from either of them, and well, that's really disappointing. She In Paper Towns, she, like, kind of fit that because of the lack yes. of emotion, and I did I still didn't really like her, and mm-hmm. then in Suicide Squad, I was like, "You're enchantress, man! Like, have yeah. some fun." And she like she just she always just has this like seductive smirk, which works for as a model, but I don't know if it works as an actress. Well, and I know she only the reason she left the modeling industry is because it, it was corrupt and she didn't agree with it, so she wanted to be an actor. And I was like, "That's but not." The how thing it... is, her and I, this is just reading from a Reddit thread. Mm-hmm. Um, her family also is very very wealthy and has a lot of influence apparently in the yeah. film sphere. Mm-hmm. And I just I always worry about that. Like I don't want to make assumptions. That's that's not fair to her right. without actually doing the research but um just from what i've heard and i just she's never impressed me i'm not gonna go oh she's yeah. a great actress yeah. i've never Agreed. seen her do anything impressive so that looks interesting um i mean i love the director but i don't know if it's gonna be anything good mm-hmm. yeah um it looks it looks pretty it might be it's at least it's visually yes. they've put a lot of effort into making it stand out in the sci-fi world which i'll applaud them for but i mean Story-wise, I guess we'll kind of have to see how it holds up because yeah. this is a property not a lot of people are familiar with. Yeah, and then uh, I want to move on to back to Game of Thrones. Uh, we got a teaser showing <laughs> Jon Snow, uh, Daenerys Targaryen, and Cersei Lannister all just walking and sitting down on their respective thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nothing new. It's nothing exciting, but I'm still so hyped. Um, it's very, very exciting, it. and then it just reminds me of the fact that we are now approaching the last two seasons, and that this is going to be. This season's six episodes, yeah, and then the next season's five. And so, so like, was it six and five? I thought it was eight and seven. I believe it's eight and seven or six and five. It's That's, one of the two. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's eight and seven. I don't think it's, it's six a, and five. That would be. Too but it's a lot few. less, and yes. it's just a lot of time in between the two seasons, and it's going to make me like this season's going to go by so fast. Yeah. and it's going to be very intense, so, very quick. Definitely looking forward to July seventeenth. Um, we also Destiny Two was announced, yes. which we there's not much to talk about there except for the fact that uh, Bungie teased Destiny as being you know the next Halo, being the next big IP. And yeah, 
Like there was plenty of people talking about it, but it was nothing special. I it mean, didn't, it didn't have a huge like. It wasn't. It was a fun game, and like people were talking about it a lot. But I wouldn't say that it was the next Halo. You know. Yeah, it wasn't definitely the next Halo. I got into Destiny for a very long time, and it only got better after DLC was mm-hmm. released, and that's when it became the most fun to play. But the trailer was incredibly fun. Anyway, if you've yes, at least played it's a, it's Destiny, a fun looking trailer. Nolan North as Cade Six is a fantastic. Like character no one nor earth in general it has amazing voice actor but i mean it's exciting to see that they're at least going to move destiny to the pc and i know that's going to make a lot of yes. people very happy and i mean we'll see how it holds we'll be, up so we'll be only on the pc or will be on xbox it'll be on one pc ps4, PS4 okay. and xbox one yeah wasn't the first destiny like pretty successful though yes it, it, it made a lot of money but and it there i'd say it made a pop culture impact in that people are talking about it but they weren't going oh this is an amazing game with like a great story it's, yeah it's like oh the raids are fun mm. yeah it was the game that was like oh these are the people who made halo they quit microsoft mm-hmm. like completely left microsoft to make this game and so like it was got a lot of people excited and for like a console mmo rpg it wasn't what we hoped it to be at first and so it kind of burned a lot of people so i mean it's at least they've learned from their mistake and i feel like they'll handle destiny 2 very well because it's been now also i think that i i have this issue and i i've mentioned similar things on this podcast and other podcasts before that i i don't it's uh, the naming convention actually bothers me Mm -hmm. because a lot of things you know are designed to have really really cool names like destiny and dishonored and all these things but then when as soon as you go it's destiny 2 that makes it sound so much less significant as a franchise <laughs> it should be destiny colon something yeah and that's actually i'm also got upset because you know it went halo combat evolved halo 2 halo 3 halo 4 halo 5 guardians yeah and guardians was so different it should have been halo guardians as a separate like game and mm. that's a whole other discussion and then you um, had like halo 3 odst which was like a spinoff and right and so like- it's it's just like naming conventions mean a lot to me and i'm really really frustrated with the idea that it's just destiny 2 like make it give it something more interesting like and i felt the same way about dishonored too like i don't like yes i guess they're, they're trying to do the sequel but two just unless there's going to be a three I, th- I like trilogies i hate when it's just one it's the name and then two and then confusing from mm-hmm. then on um moving on from my rants about naming <laughs> conventions um they're going to be doing a venom movie sony is Yes. Um, which they announced it's going to be uh, a sci-fi horror and rated R. R-rated R, yeah. Ooh. Um, oh, that's cool. Which is, it's interesting. And so they have the, still have the rights to Venom and a couple other properties from the Spider-Man like series. They just can't touch Spider-Man. They, they, they can only mm. work, do Spider-Man when working with Marvel. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a cool idea. Um, I don't want it to... I want it to actually kind of be separate, but it might be good, actually. See, this news is very coming at a very interesting time because life is coming out soon it is out uh or, yeah it life, either either comes out today or yeah. it like it's it's coming out it's like, around right now, this time we record uh, which looks apparently it's it's really really good yeah uh, i've heard some reviews it, apparently it's it's good like space horror yeah and a lot of people are drawing very like close similarities to like what life is and the whole idea of the venom like concept because well, what we see like in the life trailer just because yeah. i haven't read up anything is just this a symbiote it's the first life yeah. they found in space which is is what venom is mm-hmm. um so oh, it's, it's I interesting didn't connect that. yeah and That's so it's cool. it's an interesting idea and i actually think that venom was one of the cooler parts of spider-man 3 like mm-hmm. it may have yeah. been cheesy and brock was whatever but it was cool looking in the way they defeated it with the sound like it was cool like, yeah it was very cool it was very cool animation for 2007 yeah and i feel like it would have been better if it 
it was just like a Spider-Man Venom movie, not a Spider-Man yeah. Venom Sandman movie, yeah. which is like that. Which is the biggest issue that Spider-Man has mm-hmm. is they show off too many, like they have too many villains in one film. Um, but I, I would be willing to watch a, a Venom horror movie. I would be very interested to see how it's approached. It's going to be... A lot of people are now like jumping on this whole train, like, oh, now our superhero movies have to be rated R. Like, that's the only way we're yeah, going to get to yeah. Which is something to me that Deadpool is what brought that, because yeah. Deadpool is rated R not because it's dark and terrifying, but because it's just ridiculous and doesn't like care what anything is. It, it's adult yeah. humor it. for the most yes. part. Yeah. Like, that's what Deadpool is. You couldn't have anything less right. for a Deadpool and that's why movie. It and now worked. everyone's like, and I, heard, and I heard from what everyone said, Logan did it very well. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it. Um, but from what everyone said, Logan did it very, very well. It was very. Um, tasteful in a very wolverine way yeah. yeah and of course marvel studios will never have a rated r movie because they're disney and disney doesn't do rated r right um mm-hmm. so we'll never see that and i wouldn't want it i don't think it suits the avengers mm-hmm. um i would never want it but venom is an ip that you, you could do it well um there are some darker venom series and i'm excited th- just for the horror aspect of that kind of thing yeah because i can see how it would be very terrifying yeah. for sure and then okay so moving on from that the last thing is ghost in the shell comes out today yep um, the reviews have said that it's meh at best, mm. which is about what we expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I'm not surprised. I mean, there's still a lot of people who are very frustrated about the whole whitewashing I'm concept. still very frustrated. Yeah. And there was, mm-hmm. I actually saw a thing this morning talking about that um, they had some people doing promotional stuff in Japan, and they were like actors who were dressed up like as the characters, and we, so we got an idea of what it could look like, and it, it would have worked so well. Mm-hmm. And mm. apparently Sco- Scarlett Johansson's performance is, is not worth doing like whitewashing this character yeah and so i mean it's interesting enough by here like it doesn't pander to people who go that have no idea what ghost in the shell is Mm -hmm. it at least and so like at least they're acknowledging the fans like people who at least have seen the anime or have read the manga like they'll go in and at least appreciate what's there story-wise at least that's what I've been told. So, I mean, there's that, and I guess it's just very visually stunning, which is mm. good, because I don't want a... Visually stunning is great, but, like, we're talking about that with Valerian, and we can't just say that for any movie, though. Like, yeah. like that's kind of almost an expectation at this point. Yeah. Um, like, big AAA titles need to be visually stunning, but they also need to have depth to back it up. I don't know. I start questioning actors, like, even Beauty and the Beast, um, comparatively to what I've seen of the animation and the staged, it's so diversely cast mm-hmm. that it's really cool to see. Um, and the backstories, but then going into something like this with Scarlett Johansson, you wonder like, did you consider that this shouldn't have been a whitewashed role or are you just in it for the money? Well, I think that's an interesting case where I think animation lately has been, uh, you do doing a lot of really, really good choices, you know, with Auli'i Carvalho for uh, Moana mm-hmm. and just like a lot of animation, like, you know, you look at Steven Universe, which has a very, very diverse cast and mm-hmm. a lot of people complain, oh, it's, it's too PC and too like tumblery of a show but it's actually one of my favorite they shatter like, like all stereotypes like i love it because that it's but it's cool. also just a fun show yeah. like and and there's plenty of ones like that and like so animation's doing really really well but like that also says something that places we're seeing like people of color being cast and like not a lot of whitewashing is where you don't see what they look like mm-hmm. um and so that's it's frustrating and it's it's definitely a big topic that has been the last two years like something I talk about like how do we cast you know you look at um hamilton which only has one white actor in the whole thing and it's the overly pompous British uh-huh. king um, and it's it's an interesting topic that definitely has been in everything well, a lot like lately. everyone wants to be the good person and do what's called colorblind casting where it just doesn't matter what yeah. color you are but it just doesn't work for all things in the right. sense that it's gonna still be most majority white and yeah. you can't just 
say it's colorblind when you have an entire white cast, you know? And for, like, Ghost in the Shell, I think what they struggle with most is when you're trying to bring an anime into the mainstream, mm-hmm. it's hard unless you get this big budget name attached to it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for that, a lot of those are white actors and yeah. actresses. And so, I mean, that's definitely something they had to consider is, like, we need someone who's going to draw in crowds, at least. I still think there are plenty of really talented oh, absolutely. Um, Asian mm-hmm. actresses that could have just killed it with this movie well, absolutely mm-hmm. and that's why i am excited that the live action uh, mulan is going to be an all like ethnically if not all chinese at least all like asian of mm-hmm. that descent cast well so. and there's no music i heard you know, but it's yeah. going to be just an action so that'll be cool actually, I heard people complaining about like people complain of course about everything i but just want eddie murphy to at least have like one true. line is it mushu and that and i'll Except be okay if it's not going to be musical i wonder if it's going to be that comedic and if like or yeah. mushu is just going to be like an actually because you know he's he's meant to be her like ancestors like dragon like yeah. the, the, her, the dragon of her family which if they're actually going like a dark serious route I'm imagining that's going to actually be some like ancient powerful force and yeah. in that case Eddie Murphy wouldn't work yeah right. but, fair enough okay we are way at time so uh, thank you as always for listening um, you can tweet us at CSU Collegian uh, we'll be back next week with more pop culture news mm-hmm.